This is section 97 of Mark Twain Speaking. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Dinner Speech Lotus Club Dinner for Joseph H. Choate, New York, November 16, 1901. Read by John Greenman. Mr. Carnegie has told you that on the other side of the water they consider it necessary to train men for the diplomatic service and he also suggested that on this side we did not find it necessary to do that but had been able to produce ready-made diplomats when occasions required and i have waited and i have listened and i have expected to hear somebody tell an anecdote which has not been told and it becomes necessary for me to tell it you have heard that anecdote many times and you will hear it many more times but you have never known perhaps its historic significance you have never known how much was bound up in that anecdote the greatness of this country rests upon two anecdotes the first was of the time when young george washington told his father about the little hatchet when he was eight years of age long ago in seventeen forty and that anecdote produced one of the foundations upon which the greatness of america rests the foundation of true speaking which is a characteristic of the nation and then the other one the other anecdote which as i shall show you produced the other great feature of this country that is the prosperity the material prosperity of this country which dates from so short a time back the largest portion of it underlies that anecdote i refer to a time when his excellency the guest of the evening was engaged in a lawsuit and he had as his pal a hebrew lawyer of great ability and in the process of skinning the client or rather when it was over when they had won the suit or lost it they didn't know which they were not particular the main thing was to come yet and that was to collect a bill for their services in skinning the man services is the term used by that craft to signify the kind of function which they perform a diplomatic expression for things diplomatic in their nature and the hebrew lawyer mr choate's correspondent proposed to make out the bill and he did he made out a bill for five hundred dollars for these services so called and submitted it to his confederate for his criticism and mr choate said perhaps i had better attend to that myself and the next day mr choate made out a bill and collected it and handed to this friend of his 
five thousand dollars and said that is your half of the loot and this simple little hebrew was profoundly touched and he said looking up with deep reverence almost thou persuadest me to be a christian now many laughed which was right but the deep thinkers didn't merely laugh they stopped to think and they said there that is a rising man that man has in him qualities which deserve high place that man must be rescued from the law and consecrated to diplomacy for they said when a man has the capacity to take care of his private advantage like that when he has this quality in such generous measure then he only needs spreading it and in this case there seems to be enough to spread out and it can cover and take care of the advantages of the world the commercial advantages of a great nation will not suffer in that man's keeping they kept their eyes upon that rising man and the time came when they said we require a man now that america has grown so great with perhaps seventy or eighty millions of people we require a man now not to take care of the moral character of america before the world for washington and his anecdote have done that we require a man to take care of her commercial well-being they saw with their prophetic eyes the significance of that anecdote they foresaw that out of that would grow commercial prosperity for this country by that quality so ripe and complete which would last down 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 the centuries until this country's prosperity has attained its summit and has been so firmly established upon eternal foundations and so it has proved mr choate has carried that quality with him to england and as mr carnegie says he has worked like a mole underground we say that the mole has been doing great and good service he tried himself to tell you what he did there he started to three or four times but didn't reveal anything except the reason that brought him to this country as to his services over there that they have been more than merely suggestive we know for he has been there only three years and now you see the results why american railroad iron is so cheap in england that the poorest families can have it for breakfast he has so tickled those ministers that cabinet of england when he has seemed to be spending these weekends as they call it over there referred to here to-night when he has been simply socially conversing perhaps he has been really pushing canal schemes and working the monroe doctrine successfully spreading the commerce of this country 
for these three years and now you know the result foreign commerce with the united states has augmented by tenfold twenty and thirtyfold even and he has depressed english commerce in the same ratio brethren the principle underlying the anecdote of the lawyer and the principle of the man was the principle which guided his course and that principle was the principle of give and take that is diplomacy give one and take ten as a result we have in the one anecdote the character of this nation for truth for veracity for absolute trustworthiness when a man speaks established upon everlasting foundations that is the moral character of the country no man can budget while that anecdote of washington and his hatchet lasts and mr choate has placed the country upon the same perpetual foundation or substratum by the principle involved in that other anecdote and as long as this club shall swing amongst the other stars and constellations and what not that make night beautiful so long as they shall last this country's moral character is safe on the one foundation and its commercial prosperity is safe on the other we owe to mr choate a vast debt of gratitude for what he has done in england this whole nation owes him a vast debt of gratitude let us with all our hearts strengthen his hands and in all sincerity thank him do our share in thanking him and paying our share of the great debt right here and now end of dinner speech read by john greenman